Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello there. Welcome to the Kind of Funny Screencast, our weekly show where we talk about TVs, movies, uh, movie trailers, all that fun stuff. Uh, this week, I'm your host, Joey Noel. If you're looking for the the usual crew, the Tim Gettys, as you would say, uh, the boys will be ranking and reviewing Miss Marvel alongside all of the other MCU shows and movies later this week. But for this week, you get me and my two illustrious guests, one Tamar Hussein, yo, and one Barrett Courtney. Hey. How are you guys doing this week? I'm excited to talk to you. I feel like I haven't gotten to talk about the show at all, so I'm excited to hear what you guys think about everything. Uh, but before we jump into that, uh, I would like to thank our Patreon producers uh, for this month. Molecule, Fargo Brady, Gordon McGuire, and Al Tribesman. Uh, this week we're brought to you by ExpressVPN, Chime, and Athletic Greens, but we'll talk about that later. Um, I want to start with Barrett Courtney. Barrett, you are in the same position as me you haven't shared your thoughts on miss marvel at all this season yeah. so let's i want to get tam, like, your, tam is your the senior thoughts. here uh, on the I on know. This kind of funny show which is uh, such an interesting i would situation. like to be referred to as senpai the entire time tam please thank senpai, you uh, uh, on this episode um yeah i've been enjoying miss marvel this uh, uh for the the first five episodes um i think there's somewhere in the middle uh, which I think for a, a lot of these like six episode Disney Plus shows that like was kind of like not struggling in the in the terms of it feeling slow, but it felt like a lot of things got like kind of like breezed past like really quickly of like her being at the the kind of like training academy and that whole like training montage stuff, uh, learning more about the uh, the the people that are from like the different dimension and stuff like that. But besides that, I've been really enjoying the show. It has a lot of great. Um, characters um chemistry between those characters and just like a lot of heart uh it's been really cool for me who you know grew up in um you know the american ed education system right being being able to experience a like a superhero show that's surrounding another culture um that I, you know, wasn't properly taught about uh, growing up and having that being framed like in the whole superhero realm thing but actually like bringing in like very real things like learning about like the partition and stuff like that uh, throughout history and like having that feed into Kamala and like her character growth and her becoming this superhero the whole last episode stuff with like her traveling back in time seriously is some of the coolest stuff I think we've seen in phase four so far um and I think the for this episode specifically for the finale you know I I haven't been listening to the screencast reviews but I tweet out for us uh so when Tim sent me his tweet like I think his his tweet last week was he was concerned that the last episode was just going to be, you know, a fight with one person between another person who has the same powers, but like a different color. And yeah. I was like, oh, man, I, I, I guess that's I could see that's where the show could be going. And I like that. That's not really what happened. Like, yeah. I, I think this final episode did a really good job at 
sticking true to what the core of the show has always been and not falling into the trap a lot of other Marvel Disney Plus shows have fallen into of, you know, they have such a unique, uh, like, tone and kind of structure for a Marvel story, and then they fall into the kind of basic Marvel third act problem, as a lot of other basic Marvel uh, movies and shows do. But this one didn't. I, I felt like this really stayed true to, you know, growing this community of people um, and, you know, even with the the kind of, uh, I wouldn't even call him a, a, a villain, but with uh, the kid and, you know, dealing with his mother leaving and all that stuff uh, and how realistically they're going to deal with that as a community and, like, as, you know, these kids helping each other out. I just, I really, really loved this final episode. I love it. Tam, recap me on your feelings about uh, the season and then what you thought about the finale. Yeah, so my feelings on this season are I really, really enjoyed it. I think a lot of what Barrett said hit the nail on the head, and I've talked about this previously. It's a very distinct um, show from everything else that has come before it. Both, um, I think, really distinct from pretty much the entire MCU. The only thing that I would describe as like similar in comparison is perhaps Shang-Chi um, and Black Panther, which are obviously these three stand out as like very close to the kind of cultural inspiration that they draw from and they're very confident in representing that i think miss marvel of them all is perhaps the most confident in taking the the kind of culture and the <clears throat> kind of aesthetic that it's leaning into and representing it on screen i think regardless of like black panther obviously takes place in wakanda and and obviously there's a lot of the kind of black uh <laughs> aesthetic culture kind of history represented there um shang chi is a little more asian american which makes a lot of sense but it's not as distinct because they obviously there are parts where they travel around the world whereas this feels like a more intense kind of representation of the pakistani muslim experience within um jersey city which is really cool for me i feel like the marvel part of it is probably the thing that i'm most back and forth on um i I think the thing that really it struggles with is a villain story. I feel like the villain story wasn't that good in this in this series. Um, but I ultimately, having finished this episode, I realized that it, the villain story, it doesn't need a villain. It doesn't need a, I don't know, Aldrich Killian or a Thanos <laughs> or, a, or anyone like that, a Killmonger. It's a story about a community and a people and Kamala finding her place within you know the world and society and family and it's it's a story that yep. that kind of theme those themes and that kind of narrative arc and characterization would probably have been done a disservice if a big monster from the the jinn world appeared and they had to fight it together yeah um but this episode i think there were i think it's a very strong episode for that part of it the the representation cultural representation the establishment of kamala khan as a character the establishment of her family as a unit and her family being more than just her blood relatives but also her friends it kind of like reminded me by the end of it uh, in the same way that i felt about season one of stranger things where it was like we've got a ragtag group of kids now who are gonna get up to adventures it's like it's setting up marvel's goonies basically in a in a lot of ways and and I feel like in that respect, it absolutely nails it. I feel like the other part of it, the Marvel part of it, is where it kind of it struggled and the kind of climax of it wasn't as exciting for me as I wanted it to be. 
but it did what it needed to to nail what they were going for and it what it what they were going for was the the kind of like bringing this character to screen making her relatable and allowing her to be this kind of beacon for a lot of people who aren't often represented in modern media and in the same way that the the comic series um put miss marvel on the map and brought a lot of people to the to you know marvel comics because of the the of their ability to relate to it the tv show is doing the exact same and as far as i'm concerned as a fan of miss marvel and if i was part of the creative team of miss marvel and my goal was to take just look at that comic book series and just pray that we could do something close to it i would be proud that they did it like i would be i think this is an incredible show for that uh, really quick, I love that the first villain you pulled out was Aldrich Killian, of all people. <laughs> I, I, I was watching Iron Man 3 the other day. <laughs> okay, okay, that makes a little more sense. Uh, I was like, I, whoa, that's a deep guy. <laughs> um, I want to ask Joey what she thought, but really quick, uh, the, the thing that I'm not as bothered with, with uh, the villain side of it, like, yeah, I think the weird, like, decision to have, like, the villain side of it peak in the penultimate episode rather than the final episode, um, but this final episode reminded me a lot of like the end of miles morales the the video game almost where it's yeah. like there is a villain there and it's more of like establishment corporate kind of villain like like and the gentrification of their neighborhood and stuff like that and i felt like if anything more the villains in the in the show was um damage control um and that's kind of like what i took away from that and like how they kind of uh, are controlling, you know, uh, uh, people of of color and stuff like that. Especially that that woman who, like, oh, I'm gonna be so honest, like they were like, they wanted to be like, let's have like a really racist character in the show, but they weren't like they were a little too scared to like just full on like call her racist in the show. Yeah. But um, Agent Diva, I believe her name yeah, is. Yeah, Diva. Uh, <laughs> which uh, or, or no, D yeah, Diva. Um, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was definitely a choice, Joey. What do you think about yeah. uh, the the show and uh, the finale? So this hits like a Miss Marvel in general. The show hits like a a very Joey thing where like I'm such a sucker for like these like high school coming of age shows and stories. Like we talk about my love for to all the boys I've loved before and never have I ever. And even like the Babysitters Club show on high Netflix. school musical, the musical, the series. Exactly. Mm. Like I love all of these shows. Um, and I, what I like about this one is obviously, I think it's really fun to see her, to see like somebody like fangirling about superheroes in this world. Cause I feel like we don't ever get to see like that side of things. It's just like superheroes exist in the MCU and like yeah. people are just fine with it. So it's fun to see like, uh, like a generation of people that have grown up with that and how that like, uh, influences who they are um obviously i think the representation in, in, in the show is so cool like i know there's a million things in the show that i don't have like context for mm -hmm. but i like that they don't over explain things and it's just yeah. like one of those things where it's like i know that that's not for me but i know that there are a bunch of people that are watching that that like that those moments really resonate for and i just love that like i i feel like we can all kind of pick pick and choose things like I remember feeling like that when I watched like the Karate Kid 2 and they went to an Obon festival I was like I've literally never heard of anybody else but my family talk about <laughs> going to Obon and stuff like that it's just like those little things that you pull from like growing up and stuff like that that it's like wow like to see this like being showed in story to other people is really cool um in terms of the show I think the thing that this has solidified for me is like Disney plus shows are not the villains are never gonna hit the way that like I think 
they should or I expect them to. And like at this point, I think I've just kind of accepted that that's never going to be the strong point of the stories. And like, to be honest, like that's not really why I'm watching them. Um, but the show also solidified for me that I think the most exciting part of these four and five coming up is this younger class of people that are coming up. I cannot wait to see Kamala hang out with Yelena and Peter Parker and Kate Bishop. Like, I think once we get all of these characters coming together, it's going to be really fun to see like all of their interactions. Um, I'm thinking even like uh, America Chavez from Dr. Yeah. Strange, even though she hasn't really hit um, Disney plus and stuff yet. Uh, I think it's, that's like the part of Marvel stuff that I'm most excited for, which is, um, something that I'm really glad that they've nailed because with obviously the end of the Infinity Saga, losing a bunch of key players could put it in like a very precarious spot. So I think the fact that they have these like really strong characters and stories coming out is um, exciting yeah. for what's about the, to happen. The relaying the foundation and that's not always like the most interesting part of like the the, the storytelling, right? Of like uh, getting the most interesting villains and stuff like that. But it's it's definitely what's needed, I think, to, uh, to continue on and to get to the like the really cool crossover stuff and to get to the cool villains and and stuff like that that you're going to want to save for those big crossover events with all these different characters so yeah they're in a, like they're in a weird kind of almost like phase one phase two uh situation yeah. right now which is you know you just yeah. kind of like you got to hang on because eventually we'll we'll get to like the phase three type of stuff again uh that'll that'll make it all worth it you know yeah, yeah. there's a bunch of stuff in this show that i kind of wrote down that i can rattle through I know that yeah. we don't do like comprehensive stuff, but I always like this is the stuff that like Joey was just mentioning, where I just I think of it as like in I know people are gonna be like, oh, more representation chat, but that's what this entire show is about. Like I know in a lot of shows, like the most I as a Pakistani Muslim, I'm 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 expecting from a lot of modern media is a wink from most of the things that i i get like you know whether it's games movies tv it's a wink and i'm not expecting that what i'm expecting is to be treated like a terrorist is to be treated like a a villain or some sort of you know some sort of archetype you know that that yeah and it's it's always like a passing wink from whatever show or like movie or or, or game i'm watching this is a show this is a show where it reverses it where it's it's nodding at the people who are Pakistani Muslim and it's winking at everyone else. Like if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. And I love that. And there's so much of it. There's early in it, there's like obvious stuff like um the the uh, agent uh, is like uh, this is what happens when superpowers uh, when you get powers go to the wrong people. And the other agents like what do you mean wrong people? Yeah. And and like that term have I heard so many times. Um in the family part of it the whole thing where she's like announcing that she's light girl or whatever <laughs> and everyone's like oh wow yeah. that, that is like the gossiping part of it and, yeah. and the way that like information travels within like south asian families is exactly on point there's during that section there's the the dad um uh he says a phrase where he goes when she reveals it he says toba which is like a word which means like dear god but it's like <laughs> he does it in a way where he's like not even trying to like uh, hide the fact that he already oh, knows he and she's like <laughs> oh great um and there's some like really sweet stuff like uh you know don't volunteer going for trouble you know volunteer for trouble that which is really cool i absolutely love that 
she gets her outfit from her mom and she gets yeah. her name from her dad yeah which i think is so beautiful and the fact that they use her name kamala to reveal you know it means marvel it it sh- it should have been way cornier maybe to some people it was corny but when he said it i knew he was about to say it but his delivery of it was perfect yeah, like I, the, I you really know, loved the actor who plays the dad. Yeah, like he, yeah, he's great. Those sentimental moments he he nailed throughout yeah. the, the show, and, and yeah, like I, I, yeah, that was like a Alyssa and I were you know, tearing up a little bit at like yeah. twelve forty in the morning watching <laughs> exactly because like in any other situation it would have been like you are a little pause for dramatic impact, Miss Marvel, and it would have been like da na yeah, <laughs> but she he just rolls in with like very sweet. You are a little Miss Marvel, and it lands perfectly, one hundred percent. And as corny as it should be, I was like, "That's beautiful." Um, I love the whole Nakia having a secret boyfriend thing, which they don't, <laughs> which they don't like. It's really funny because I was expecting it to become a dramatic point because she's like speaking to Kamala and's like, "This was the most important thing, and you never told me." And meanwhile, she's hiding her boyfriend well, on the side. I, I took that lesson that that was actually real and more. Yeah, of like, it kind was, of yeah, that was her being does, a yeah, bit cover. to distract them because he was like. Yeah, I'm I'm her boyfriend. Take I need video <laughs> ed- evidence like yeah. this is real, right? So that was yeah, that yeah. was a good bit though. There's the uh, halal and haram hat, which is incredible. Oh, so good. <laughs> it's so good for people who don't know halal means permissible and haram means non-permissible and he puts the halal hat on Kamran and then puts the haram hat on Bruno, which ironically, so like if you if you asked any any like uh if you asked Kamala's mom who she would deem halal or haram or Amir, her brother, she would mm-hmm. probably say Bruno is the halal one because he's keeping <laughs> it. He's keep, he's being careful, whereas Kamran is already like trying to date her and stuff. So he's the haram one, which I, I really, I really, really loved. Um, do you like? Do you even like British Bake Off? Was amazing. <laughs> Where he's like, like questioning. That was the most betraying part of yeah. the whole thing. So good. <laughs> he's like, yeah, "Are you even British?" Um, the the uh, the sweatshop boys have been getting a lot of play in in as musical beds. So the sweatshop boys, if you don't know, is a little group, a, gra- a rap group basically or production group. Uh, um, and the rapper, the lead rapper, is Riz Ahmed, who is oh cool. You know, yeah, um, the Sweatshop Boys are amazing. I love, I love the all. They've got a bunch of albums. They're all on Spotify. Riz Ahmed is, and you might not know this, but is an incredible rapper. Like he, he's battle rapped that, in that, his that, time. That was the song that was playing when they're all like running throughout in the school. school. Yeah, right. But like, yeah, it's. I think there's been a Sweatshop Boys song in two other episodes as well. There's definitely one in the premiere because I immediately heard it and I was like, "That's Riz Ahmed. This must be Sweatshop Boys," <laughs> um, which is which is so cool. Um, and then. I love that her power culmination ends in Imbigan, yeah. which mm-hmm. I did not expect at that, all. That cause... got like that gave me chills, like because I know like a lot of people were so kind of like uh, wary of the the uh, power change that they were giving mm. her for the show, and like the fact that like they like she can still have that moment where she is literally like really big, you know... and it's still funny too because like her head is still the same size <laughs> yeah. so she, when she yeah. goes to the the. Um, what is it the damage control agents she's like are you guys okay and they're like yes nightlight thanks <laughs> like really that that whole thing just smacks of hey we don't have the budget to embiggen every episode yeah but we can mm-hmm. put it in the last episode and then the next thing she appears in is a movie yeah so they will have the budget yeah. to embiggen the shit out of her <laughs> like they will so like i expect the marvels to just have kamala embiggening all over the place yeah um 
I the other stuff I wanted to to kind of briefly touch on. Um, I really like Ruby, the uh, one of the Illuminantes, mainly because um, that's Anjali Bimani, who's the voice actress for Symmetra in in uh, Overwatch. Mm. Um, I'm glad that she's she's in there. Um, and then uh, the other stuff I had was uh, the 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 name stuff was really cool. I really like Sheikh Abdullah. Who uh, is the the leader of the mosque? Who oh, uh, yeah. is is yeah. like when they when they come into the mosque and they they like what do you call it? He offers them cookies and he's like bannering. <laughs> and then at the end he's like doing the TikTok where he's turned into a hot dog and he's like, oh, this is a halal hot dog. <laughs> um, it's like, I, a, like 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 a just awkward like dad joke kind of stuff. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he nailed that vibe. He's so well. amazing. And then like the we'll talk about a certain moment later on. Uh, mm-hmm. But like the 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 most important moment for me. Um, is when she's standing in front of the mirror. Um, and I think that, that I don't know how long it lasts, it's like a minute, but I really, really feel like Iman Valani needs to be like commended for that, that just that scene. Because the, if you watch it really closely, the amount of emotions that she goes through in that moment, I don't know if it's me just reading too much into it, but just like watch the micro expressions, watch the way she stands, the way she touches herself and the way she kind of kind of is looking at herself. Yeah. There's a moment in there where if you have spent your entire life not seeing yourself on TV or on movie screens, in 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 books, in comic books, there's a moment where the the kind of silent shuffling and kind of nervous twitching and readjusting herself that she does that is going to hit so hard i was watching it and like i could feel tears welling up in my eyes because i was like i know what she's thinking she i know what she's going through she's thinking can i do this do i belong here is there a place for me and that moment is so powerful because she's thinking about it as a superhero we're thinking about it as viewers who have now seen ourselves on tv and don't know what the future holds and we're we're like this last episode is like us looking back on this entire franchise south asian people pakistanis and muslims and assessing like does this show do enough for us to show that we belong with everyone else does the show do what black panther did for black people in a lot of ways you know there's a lot of other black media that has done a lot of uh, like important things but obviously black panther was a big moment for people within the marvel cinematic universe as was shang chi like this is our moment where we have to kind of we are nervously looking about looking at this entire series and going was this enough could we do it is it was this enough to let us stand shoulder to shoulder with all these non-brown people who are just given the screen space and the representation you know as a matter of fact and like I, I thought it was so powerful, and I thought to myself by the end of it, like Miss Marvel, like Kamala did, where she her final moment is like she smiles and she like stands a bit taller, and you can see she's built that confident uh, confidence up to say like, I can, I belong, I am one of these people, I am a superhero, I can do this. And in the corner, you can see her idol, just the corner of Miss like Captain Marvel's poster. And in that moment, I thought, yeah. This show, this show absolutely did it. They did it. Now there's people out there who understand our culture better. And I think that this show proved that Pakistanis, Muslims, we can be a part of your your fiction and your entertainment and we can enrich it and we can make it more exciting for you if you just let us and give us the opportunity to. So hopefully that is what happens going forward. 
Yeah, I feel that was beautiful, by the way. <laughs> I feel like so moved by everything you just said. Um, yeah, like, man, I'm I'm so excited. I feel like this show also has made me very, very excited for the Marvels, which Captain Marvel was like not necessarily my favorite of the MCU movies. But the fact that we're getting more of Amon is very, very exciting. Before we talk about some Marvel's tie-ins, uh, let me tell you about our sponsors. Shout out to ExpressVPN for sponsoring this episode. When you use the bathroom, you always close the door behind you, right? Well, you don't want random passerbyers looking in on you, so why would you let people look in on you when you go online? Your internet service provider knows every single website you visit. ExpressVPN puts a stop to this. It creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that your online activity can't be seen by anyone. I use ExpressVPN on all my devices, whether it's my phone, my desktop, uh, all everything. Anytime I'm using the internet, just because I am trying to stay as safe as possible. The best part is using ExpressVPN is as easy as closing the bathroom door. You just fire up the app, you click one button and you're protected. It is so easy. It's the biggest button in the world. One click, you're done. So if you're like me and believe your online activity is your business, secure yourself today by visiting expressvpn.com slash kind of funny. You can use our link, expressvpn.com slash kind of funny, and you can get an extra three months free. That's expressvpn.com slash kind of this episode is brought to you by me undies are people still trying to make plans with you this summer as if you aren't booked and busy already but thankfully me undies wants to help make this summer the most comfortable one you will never forget because when you're living your best life the last thing you want to worry about is butt sweat and i know that from experience but you know what me undies has always been there to help me i'm always wearing my me undies shirts my lounge pants my lounge shorts my undies themselves the socks i'm a me undies fanboy wouldn't have it any other way i just absolutely love the soft micro modal fabric find your ultimate summer comfort in sizes extra small all the way up to 4xl me undies has a great offer for all of you out there for any first time purchasers you can get 15 percent off for a limited time if you sign up for the free to join me undies membership you get 25 percent off your first membership item to get 50 percent off your order 25 percent off your first membership item and a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee go to me undies.com slash kind of funny that's me undies.com Slash kinda funny. Shout out to Athletic Greens for sponsoring this episode. I started taking AG1 because I'm not a big pill guy. I don't want to spend a lot of time on extra things, but I wanted to make sure that I was taking care of my health. Now, I've been using it the last couple months, and I love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It has a fun tropical taste that I actually look forward to in the morning. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery focused and aging. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash kind of funny. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash kind of funny to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance athleticgreens.com slash kind of funny okay uh in terms of post-credit scenes where do you guys want do you want to should we start with the second one <laughs> wait there uh, was, e. wait what was the first wait there were two there's uh, one well, there's like two revelations i guess yeah okay walk did, me through so, so the one i'm okay, talking so about first is one. the one about the genes yeah yeah 
Where they're oh, in the car. Right, right, yeah. right. Wait. Yeah. Wasn't that okay? I, I was mid like, credits. Uh, okay. I don't know how we're classifying. Uh, I, yeah, I thought that was part of the show. <laughs> yeah, oh, I thought that bad. was like before the show ended. But yeah, there was I think like, so. there, yeah, because there's like a one league. There's the shot of her standing on the, like the the, yeah. the the light, and then she like yeah. runs off, and then it turns into like one, and then it does her symbol, and then I was like, oh, credits are about to roll, and then it turns into like a one week later thing. One I was like, later, oh, yeah. that's oh, yeah. interesting. It's very like not yeah, yeah, Marvel yeah. almost in the way that they yeah. Do. Um, so I, I don't know anything about the comics, so I don't really know anything about like what her, like, <laughs> cause she's not really, she's not a mutant in the, no, she's comics, an inhuman, right? yeah. okay. oh. which was, well, it's, it's interesting because the inhumans were technically created to get around the issue of Marvel not having complete access to the mutants. So basically the inhumans are mutants, but because Fox had all the licenses and the X-Men stuff was all popping off, they needed a way to have a version of mutants exist that they own completely. Mm. So they created the Terrigen stuff and, and Inhumans and that kind of stuff. But then obviously MCU blew up and they just rolled up with a big old dump truck of money and were like, we're taking that back. <laughs> well, Inhumans so, have also been around for, for a while. They've been around for a really long time, but yeah, they, with Black They, Bolt, they yeah. had like, yeah, because I... I always see like images of, of black bolt and always think he's cool and then i'm like uh, when it comes time to actually read in humans i'm like nah i'm good um he is cool and i hate that he's been done so dirty by the movies and tv shows stuff oh man wasn't it cool when his brain blew up though what a <laughs> trip <laughs> oh man so but yeah it yeah. was exciting to hear the little theme song i was I like i when it happened i was like wait a second did i just hear that or did i yeah like, wait, is we that actually i like rolled it back it and too. it was like nope that's definitely the x-men theme which is gonna be dope and so i i love that it was this show too because like literally every show right it was like they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna bring the mutants into wandavision no mm -hmm. they're, oh they're gonna do it in uh this show no oh they're gonna do it in multiverse of madness kind of uh, like it was yeah miss marvel of all of the shows to be like yeah the mutants are coming I, um and, i said the thing and i, I also I love the implication of that yeah. is for the mcu as a whole there I also love that they use the animated theme music, which says yeah. a lot about the X-Men movies. Like there's no, I can't, I could not hum the X-Men movie themes, even if you, even if I tried, mm -hmm. like if you asked me to do it. But like, I love that they're embracing the X-Men animated series as the main kind of like. Do they, uh, do, do the X-Men movies have a theme? I, I think it's one of those situations. Something. Yeah, I think yeah. it's one of those situations where it's so like not. Rememberable that it's yeah. just like I, I can't. It probably remember, just sounds but... like the the Tobey Maguire Spider Man themes or something. Um, <laughs> yeah, but they they know playing. they know that animated series. Everyone knows it, and they're and also like, they're, they're setting up they're bringing it back. They're they're setting yeah. up X Men ninety seven as well, which is the yeah. the animated show. Which uh, I think it was Tim who pointed out that uh, in the Multiverse of Madness credits, they don't credit like the X Men. They credit the X Men song as the X Men '97 theme, which is mm. specifically the mm. Disney Plus show that's coming out next year or whenever. That's awesome. It is. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Very excited yeah, about that's that. Exciting. Um, and then the actual post credit scene, <laughs> we get uh, at the very end, Kamala in her room. She gets sucked into her closet. <laughs> and then we get our first, like, real big cameo, I feel like, from main MCU actors, Brie Larson. Yeah. What a fun, 
I feel like at this point throughout the shows, I had been expecting so many more cameos from like the mainline MCU movie actors that at this point I was like, I don't think that's the direction they're going for Disney Plus stuff. And now to get that, I think is very exciting. And I yeah. I kind of hope that's how they open the movie is like with them mm. either trying to find their figure out to, where they yeah, are and yeah. link up or whatever. But I have yeah. no idea. I I Firstly, it was like I think did they did they like do like a body swap or a position swap where I think so. I, I would love it if like Kamala is suddenly in space in the <laughs> middle of a fight. Like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah like, I would love just, like uh, that being the beginning of it. Where yeah, you know, like she's like a, yeah, fighting Captain Marvel. Some... It's almost like a, there's like a. Uh, I mean, plenty of stories of like almost even though they're not body swapping, but the position swapping where she wakes up and she's in the middle of this fight and it goes back to like Carol just being in like this random house being like, oh, this is <laughs> this is weird. Just like walking down the street in Jersey and then coming back to Kamala, like screaming like, ah! <laughs> yeah. like I think that yeah. would be really fun. Um, yeah, it was really interesting because like I've had this theory the. Um, What's the what's what do you call the, the thing on her wrist? I'm blanking. Uh, the, the bangle. The, yeah. yeah, the bangle. Like. I've had this theory that it's some I, I know that they're from a different dimension, but we still also don't know a lot about the Ten Rings from Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if those are connected because they do look very similar in like almost like uh, like architecture uh, of like weird, like uh, like alien architecture, like the mm-hmm. way they glow and stuff like that. Uh, they, they talk about in the Ten Rings of like it's sending a beacon to somewhere, yeah. you yeah. know. Um, and so I wonder if those are connected and especially if this thing can – transport her and i i wonder why it was connected to captain marvel uh in that way too is it just because it's connected to kamala and like kamala was thinking of captain marvel in that moment yeah Um, the way the way i see it was like i think the way if i had to predict it like there's got to be some sort of emotional energy transfer thing because um kamran's mom did the same thing right when she interacted with right the 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 tear she was able to basically put her the energy into her son. So she must have been thinking about her son. She was because it shows her saying Kamran's name in that moment. Mm -hmm. So I imagine my, uh, my kind of read is like in that moment, like Kamala was thinking about Miss Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel and the, the transference was as a result of that, which yeah, it makes makes some sense, but she could have been thinking about anyone at that and, moment. And you, you, see, you see her like her, her fingers do, do get like uh, crystallized as well yeah. a little bit with uh, with Carol. So that's uh, that'll be interesting to see like where that cro- like will, will Carol be able to kind of like borrow her powers a little bit um, and and stuff like that. That's that'll be interesting. I also love that she got another haircut because that's a joke that Rocket makes uh, 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 <laughs> uh, at Carol and Endgame of like you're gonna get another haircut. So I love that it's just like any any new appearance from Carol Danvers, she's just gonna have different hair, and I I, I, I hope that <laughs> bit continues in every single piece of uh, Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel media. I yeah, love it. there's already like um, set photos from the Marvels that have popped up showing um, Iman like dressed in her her outfit um, on set, which looks really cool. God, I love like that. That was something that I was. It, it was like um, a push and pull with me with the the suit reveal. Is that I was like, I love the suit so much, and I get like why you want to save it for the final episode, and uh, because the reveal is so cool, and it's kind of like this build up to this get hype moment. I was like, damn, I wish we had this suit for like a couple more episodes rather than just this last episode. Because I'm gonna be honest, like any other outfit that she had where she was like being nightlife, um, 
she looked kind of goofy. So it's just like, yeah. oh man, I, I wish she had this outfit the entire time. Yeah, this episode was very much about like she can like establish. My whole thing was like I need something to show off how that that she's powerful. If you know what I mean, that she can graduate into bigger threats and be kicking it with the and other her own hero and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I like I mean like she has to next her next step is to work alongside Captain Marvel and Monica Rambo and you know a lot of others like so she needs to be and I feel like this episode did it. She got her costume and then she showed off that she's got embiggening and, and is powerful God. and over the over the next I imagine in the time between now and uh, and when they release the oh when, in the timeline when we next see her, she'll probably have been trained up a bit and be like, I can do him big and on command now. Uh, something else I wanted to bring up. I, I, I just, I just talking about Kamran again for a second. Like I just, I liked that they didn't vilify him in this episode. Cause I know that's yeah. what like Tim's fear was going into this final yeah. episode. It's like, uh, it's going to be like a, a, a duel between a, a family type of stuff. And you know, he's got the same power as her, but it's a different color kind of stuff. And um, yeah. I, I like that there was a little bit of infighting because he is so angry with like uh, being left uh, behind by his mom, how he's being treated by uh, damage control and all this stuff. And just kind of feeling lost and abandoned and, you know, not her necessarily fighting him because of, like, how much he wants to um, lash out, but, like, kind of protecting him from himself in a way and trying to, mm -hmm. you know, just, like, calm down the situation a bit, like, have a moment with him, like, where she, like, makes the bubble around them and, yeah. like, actually just, yeah. like, talk to him for a minute. And she's like, I'll give you time, like, just go, like figure yourself out a, a, a little bit like I have yeah. in these last six episodes almost. And I, <laughs> I, I love that he gets to, you know, uh, sneak off and uh, hang out with, um, uh, I forget what the... The Red Daggers. Yeah, the Red Daggers there and stuff go. like that. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, I'm interested, like, it, it did a well enough job where I'm like, I want to see Kamran again. I want to see what he's up to. And, like, what I like he'll him. be back. He'll yeah. be back as a Red Dagger. I think he'll be, he'll show up next time because the whole thing that they were setting up was like, there's a a kind of tension between the red daggers and his family and i think that they're gonna go for like oh he's back and he's he's a red dagger now and they've like kind of resolved some of those issues or yeah. whatever it may be and then that will be the tension where i imagine there's going to be something that will put split his loyalty you know maybe there's a way to bring back his mom maybe there's a way to enter the jinn jinn kind of realm and see if she's there and then he'll have to choose allegiances between Red Dagger and Kamala and potentially yeah. getting his mom back and doing what she tried to do in a way. Um, Interesting. I also, the uh, the other thing that I, the only question marks I had in this episode was like, ah, so this this white girl is just really just going to insert herself into this episode. <laughs> she that just, just rolled up out of so nowhere. <laughs> fucking weird. And I was like, in the back of my head, I was like, I like uh, the almost, um, uh, pessimistic side of me was like, I feel like this was Disney being like, hey, we need like, we need two white best friends, not just one. Because, <laughs> you know, there's like three people of color and like it's three to one and like with uh, people of you color and white people. You gotta balance it out. like balance yeah. out a little bit. And I, that that's just like how that came off to me. And I was just like, I, or, like I was kind of sold on it where she was like, I owe you. And it's like, but still, why are you here? Like, <laughs> What, yeah, how did you get how, here is the question. How did you even know that they were here? This, I did yeah. like the bit where, um, uh, why am I well, blanking? Well, she said she was, uh, like, Amir? practicing Zoe. or whatever, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she, yeah, 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 she was there for, like, theater, whatever the fuck it was. Which is, like, such a throwaway, but again, like, like, oh, set, what But again, it was just, like, weird... Yeah. 
set dressing to like make an excuse for her to be there. But I love the bit where Amir comes in and he's like, you know, mom told me to follow you. And she's like, superheroes <laughs> don't need, uh, you know, a babysitters chaperone. like that. Yeah. yeah that, that moment was great. Uh, you know, the, the coming up with the plan I really loved again, it was uh, like really selling the whole, uh, you know, uh, uh, friends, family, community thing that I, I just really, really dug. Yeah. I will say I the whole part of Zoe like just randomly copying and pasting herself into that scenario was like wild because she literally appears and you're like oh what the how did you, there's that <laughs> yeah. but then she she like I liked her character almost immediately like she was fun like she was like I owe you which was like okay cool and then there's the bit where she's the breaking breaking the glass to get the uh, the uh, extinguisher yeah, she's out and she's so like gently. she's like doing it uh, very gingerly and like taking the glass out a bit and then like she gets uh, kind of like uh, folded into the main plan where she uses she literally proves herself to be an ally by using her platform to <laughs> give voices to others. Yeah. And, and like that line was like, okay, yeah. they should have just did it. She didn't need to say it because yeah. she yeah. did it in her actions. Right? Cause, she like, because the way that she says it, it's like, all right, well, now it's a performative thing rather than you yeah. Yeah. wanting to do it. And that's how it came it's, across. But it, again, it sets up character. Growth. It, 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 rem character. <laughs> it, it reminded me so much of the scene in Endgame where they're like, she's not alone. And then all the women appear and land, which I was like, that's cool as fuck. But also it's very shoehorned. Like, yeah. I, I, I loved it when like... Um, uh, what'd you call it? What's her name? Evangeline Lily's character in Oh yeah, the wasp. wasp Wasp. Where she appears and she's like adjusting her thing and yeah. walking. I was like, like This is, is so cool. badass. Yeah. It's so badass. <laughs> but, but then there, you're there's like there's a way to do it like the boys where it's like the girls get it done moment where yeah, they're yeah. all yeah. kidding kicking the shit out of um the, the Nazi lady at the end of season two. Like there's a way to yeah. do it and not be like Yeah. You're doing Whereas, like uh, yeah. Yeah. And this... hold on it until Gwyneth Paltrow showed up. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she's like, it's me. You in some goop and you're like ah, not right now not right now Gwyneth um, but like she like Zoe's character did did it in, in, in terms of her actions were great they should have just left it as that yeah. they didn't need to like wink at the audience to be like eh ally she used her platform to bring attention to the help needed by these, you know, these these kids, these brown kids, and brought the community uh, to them and that should have been it and the people who knew who who know what was going and could read that properly would have been like, well played, that's well done. But then yeah. they did the thing where she was like, I am an ally. And you're like, <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what a fun show. Tam, Barrett, thanks mm -hmm. so much for hanging out and chatting with me about this today. Oh. It's been really fun. Thanks for um, if you guys are digging more Miss Marvel conversation, you can either watch it live tomorrow if you're a patron, or you can get it on Friday on YouTube and podcast services. Uh, and they'll rank it, and you'll get to hear all of their feelings about it. Uh, I We're going to have a screencast next week, I think. I'm not quite sure what it's about. Maybe we'll do a recap, because mm. I really want to talk about The Bear and like some other fun shows. Um, oh, and as a quick note, just uh, related to Marvel stuff, I also finally saw Thor Love and Thunder yesterday, and it's a, it was a fun time. It was a silly time, but it was a fun time. Classic Taika classic um but yeah thanks so much for watching and we'll catch you on the next episode bye bye